Cougar basketball is back in action. Gideon George will hand off on the wing right side. Block will send out to Gideon. Big three. Got it! Gideon George for three. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good afternoon, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. It is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Today, the BYU Cougars face the USC Trojans, both teams from the West traveling all the way to the Bahamas to face each other. It is the battle for Atlantis in the Bahamas. The Cougars and Trojans are two of eight teams participating in this tournament. Besides BYU and USC, of course, Kansas, Butler, Tennessee, Wisconsin, Dayton, and by the way, those two teams are playing each other as we speak, Wisconsin and Dayton, as well as NC State are all in the Bahamas for this tournament. Now, the winner of today's game between the Cougars and the Trojans will advance to face the winner of Tennessee and Butler tomorrow on Thanksgiving. Now, that game will be played immediately following the BYU game, so uh, won't necessarily know who you will face until uh, a little bit later on this evening. The Cougars come into today's matchup at 3-1, and one, coming off two wins at home last week over both Missouri State and Nichols. Four Cougars scored in double figures in that game on Saturday, including a double-double from Gideon George, which was, by the way, his first of the season and fourth of his career. Something to pay attention to today and throughout this week's games is the play of BYU's bench. Last week, the Cougars' second unit really shined, scoring 66 points in the two wins at home over the Bears and the Colonels. The competition obviously gets tougher this week, so let's keep an eye on the bench points to see if that becomes a positive trend for the BYU Cougars. If you're head coach Mark Pope and his staff, you are certainly hoping uh, that that trend continues uh, regardless of the level of competition. All right, let's move to the other side of things. Like the Cougars, the Trojans also 3-1 and one on the season. Historically, BYU has not fared well against Southern Cal, going 3-8 and eight all time. The last time these two programs met was back in 2020 in a neutral site tournament in Connecticut. Uh, USC beat BYU that day 79-52. to The Cougars have actually never beaten the Trojans on a neutral site, which obviously this tournament in the Bahamas is. Now, the guy that BYU needs to pay attention to today is Drew Peterson. He does it all for USC. He leads the team in scoring, rebounds, and assists. He's averaging 16 points, averaging 8 rebounds, and 8 assists. you got to know where he is at all times, and uh, that's somebody to pay attention to today, Drew Peterson. Trojans also rank 4th nationally in blocks, so that's something the Cougars will need to be aware of today because uh, this is a Trojan team that is very active on defense. Time now to hear from one of the newest BYU Cougars, that being Noah Waterman. Waterman is one of the players that came to Provo during the offseason via the transfer portal. The 6'11 Savannah, New York native is averaging about 13 minutes per game and scoring six points and grabbing three rebounds while shooting the ball extremely well. With the team in the Bahamas, I asked Noah if he'd ever been there before. Uh, this is my first trip actually out of country. Um, so Bahamas being the first one is super exciting. It's super nice here. Um, it's just a nice little retreat. Hopefully we're going to win when we're here. So that'll, that'll make it even better. 
Yeah, you guys, look, it's a beautiful place. I've never been there either. So uh, it, you guys are obviously there for a business trip. We'll get to that in a second. But I do, I know you've already been there a couple of days. What's the coolest thing you've done so far in the Bahamas? And uh, the coolest thing, probably they got like a water park and it's right on the ocean. So it's like I've been to the ocean, swam in the ocean a little bit. I love the ocean. Um, and then they have this lazy river, which has like water rapids and everything. So I've just been chilling, really. When when we have any free time, you know, I'm in the sun, just sunbathing, trying to get my tan on. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. All right. Four games into your BYU career. How would you describe how things are going so far? Um, so far, so good. I think I started out pretty slow my first couple of games. Um, I was getting frustrated with some off-court things, and uh, I let that roll over onto my game. Uh, so that was frustrating. But our past two games, I think we've been playing as a team, um, and we've really been picking it up defensively. Uh, our thrust has been really good, uh, as you could see with our last game. Um, and I think if we keep this up, we're going to have a great time in the Bahamas. So you're the prototypical stretch big. You're shooting over 50% from both the field and from three. And I had the privilege of getting to call the Missouri State game when you started five for five from deep. How pleased are you with what you've been able to showcase so far? Um, I've been pretty pleased. Um, I want to be able to make uh, more assists. As the, se- as the season goes on, I want to uh, make more plays for my teammates teammates. Um, I think I'm showing my, my shooting ability. Um, but mostly I'm not really focused on me with this team. I'm just focused on the team and winning. So we mentioned you're, you're only four games into your BYU career. How has the BYU experience been so far? Um, it's been pretty good. You know, it's a little different than New York. Um, <laughs> talking about off the court things, you know, uh, the school and everything. I like it though. I, everybody I met is super cool, but the basketball, I'm loving the basketball. I love my teammates, love the coaches. It's just a great spot to be. Okay, so you were born in Savannah, New York. You went to high school in Seneca Falls, New York. So where actually did you grow up? Um, So I grew up in Savannah, New York. That's my hometown. That's where I lived my whole life. The only reason I played in Seneca Falls is because I was homeschooled and I played at a Christian school. That's only the only school that would let me play on their program. Um, So that's why I played there. Okay, so I looked on a map where Savannah, New York was. That's obviously northern New York. So it's, it's far away from New York City. What was it like to grow up in Savannah? I mean, uh, it was, it was cool. You know, I lived in a, we have my sister's house and then my mom's house right across the street from each other. So it's like my whole family just like kind of owned this little spot. It's called Reed road, really the Waterman road. Um, and it's, it was super cool. You know, we're all super close. So it's mostly just, uh, working out, hanging out with family and uh, some friends here and there. But it's it's good because I could really stay focused on basketball and not too many distractions. Well, when you say that you own the road, you probably literally mean you own the road. You have nine siblings, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, I realize that whatever situation someone grows up in, that's their normal because they don't know anything else. But that had to be either crazy, exciting or both to grow up in. T- take me through what that was like to grow up. Yeah, you know, uh, it was crazy, but good at the same time. You know, we're all super close. Uh, some of my some of my brothers and sisters got in a little trouble, but you know that just brought us closer together. And it was just super fun. You know, if you want if you want a meal when my mom cooked, you better be first in line because if you last in line, you're not getting too much food. So fights here and there as brothers and sisters do, but I loved it. I wouldn't I wouldn't change that for anything. Speaking of being close, who are you closest with on the team right now? Who do you hang out with the most? And definitely my guy Atiki Atiki. And then we got Jackson and Rudy. Those are my guys, really. Those are the people that I hang out with the most. But really, the whole team clicks. You know, Um, we're always doing things together, going out of our way just to hang out with each other to make the team dynamic a little better, you know. 
Well, it, it's kind of funny. The first matchup, you know, BYU from Provo, USC from LA. You got to go all the way to the Bahamas to play each other, but that's who you've got right out of the gate. What are your early thoughts on the Trojans? Um, I'm really excited. They got a, a really good forward uh, and a really good guard. But if we stick to the game plan um, that coach has drawn up for us, I think uh, we should be able to win a game. So. Well, like I realize it's one game at a time and you play the first and then you find out who you play the next guy. But this there's a lot of big name teams in this battle for Atlantis tournament. This isn't really an opportunity for you guys to showcase the BYU program and maybe maybe silence some of the doubters uh, that we're talking about the BYU program before the season started, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's what we're trying to do when we're here. But really, it's just a game to game thing. Uh, I don't like getting caught up in all these big name schools, because at the end of the day, if you look around college basketball, especially this year, like the big names are losing to these little schools and everything. So it's really not it's not all about the big names anymore. So um, we just got to stick the game plan. And as I said before, we're going to have a good time in the Bahamas. But overall, you like the way the team's playing. You guys, you guys have won two in a row, feeling pretty good. You feel like you're taking some good momentum into the Bahamas? Yeah, I think we are definitely. And uh, really, our te- team dynamic and trusting each other on the court, that's growing more and more every day. And at the end of the day, to have a good team and a winning team, um, you got to really trust your teammates and be able to make the extra pass so uh, so they can make the basket because that's what makes a good team. Um, so if we keep growing with that, I think we're going to have a great season this year. All right, Noah, last thing. Did Coach Pope get on the water slide? Has he been on the water slide there? <laughs> Not yet, but trust me, I'm going to talk him into going down it. I promise you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Noah, thank you for the time. Appreciate it. Good luck against the Trojans and the rest of the week uh, down there in the Bahamas. Thanks, man. Cool. Appreciate it. That was BYU big man Noah Waterman. I don't know if Coach Pope ultimately got on the water slide, but there's somebody that I know for sure did, and his name is Mark Durant. He is going to join us next from the Bahamas. Coming up next, we will head to the Imperial Arena. Sounds like something from Star Wars. He is uh, on the dark side, speaking of Mark Durant. We'll talk with him next as Cougar Pregame Live continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. The Cougars and the Trojans facing off in the battle for Atlantis in the Bahamas. The arena is the Imperial Arena, and that's where our courtside conversation takes place with one Mark Durant. Hi, Mark. How are you? Jason Shepard, man, how could I be nothing but fantastic? I'm sitting here in the Bahamas watching basketball, and uh, it's a pretty cool place, man. I went parasailing today. Ooh. All this time, I thought parasailing is when you went boating in Paris. Turns out, <laughs> if you get on a parachute on a boat. Yeah. It's crazy. So you had never parasailed before? <laughs> or had I you? Had one, I had once, but I'm here with my wife and daughter, okay. and uh, that was kind of something she really wanted to do, and so... Man, it's just a blessing to be here with them at this Thanksgiving time. It's, it's not lost on me. It's pretty special. It's pretty fun, and we've had a great time. But now I tell you what, would be make it an even better time. Yes. It's uh, playing some basketball, winning some basketball games. That, that's why we're here, and uh, I'm excited for this one. Well, look, uh, about the parasail, I've never done it. I'm not thrill-seeker guy, but that's something I've always wanted to do. So one day I'm going to check that off my bucket list. Do it. We're going to do it, man. It's it's uh, it's unique. It's not too scary. It's really cool. It's All nice. Right. It's a nice, smooth ride. And as long as you don't, you know, die, it's awesome. I think you can say that about most things. 
Okay, so let's let's start here. Three games in three days. You don't know who you're playing beyond today, but you know you're playing three games. What are the challenges to playing in these tournaments, especially early in the year when you're still trying to figure things out? Well, number one challenge is you, you're playing against great teams, and uh, so that that's that's a daunting challenge, but it's also a, a really nice opportunity because I used to love these early season tournaments because I thought it was a real chance for our team to to get a big win, and a lot of these programs sometimes are, are you know not haven't fully figured things out. They've got great athletes, but they're still uh, don't maybe don't have the chemistry, so they're kind of ripe for the picking. Um, but you know BYU's in an interesting situation as well this year because I don't know that they haven't figured out. So it, it'll be a challenge. So you have, but number one is you got these great players. And this in this arena, it, it's a really unique arena, Jay. I've never seen anything like it. It's I, I think it's essentially a really grand-type uh, conference room. Not conference. Yeah, a conference center-type room. Yeah. So the, the ceiling's pretty low. I mean, if you have to shoot a full-court shot to win, you're going to hit the ceiling. <laughs> but And it's really cool. Uh, and it's really personal and intimate. We, we've got Dayton and, and Wisconsin going on right now. It's super loud. I mean, it's uh, it's like a West Coast Conference gym. Uh, That's what I was going to say. Really Does, will BYU benefit from this and playing in all the WCC gyms all along? <laughs> Maybe so, but it's just so unique. I mean, it's not like a high school gym. It's just it's almost like a really small professional <laughs> arena. I mean, it's just uh, un- unlike anything you've ever played in. And I'm wondering how easy it is to shoot the ball. We've got. Wisconsin and Dayton, they're in their low 40s with about a minute to go. I mean, Wisconsin tends to play that way. It's hard to know if you see a Wisconsin score, whether it's football or basketball at any time. But they're struggling to shoot the ball. It's a unique backdrop. I'm interested to see how the teams handle that. But uh, so, I mean, there's a lot going in. Then then you talk about you got to get the first one. You got to get that first game in these terms. That's the big game. Get that. And then almost all the rest is gravy. You want to win it, certainly, but you got to get that first one. Stay in that winner's bracket. This is a great opportunity against USC. USC is a good team. They've got a great program. They got a, they're a name program, but they're, they're a team that has struggled like BYU early, yeah. and, and is certainly beatable. And a team that BYU should be able to play with and can beat. So this is a big, big one for me. Get this first one in this arena. Get settled in, and then see what you can do the rest of the way. Okay, so let's follow that up because you said this is a team that BYU absolutely has a chance to beat. Have you learned enough in the first four games to have a good idea of what to expect from the Cougars today against USC? Yeah, I mean, like like you mentioned before, Drew Peterson's a really good player. Uh, Boogie's a good player. He's got good, good guard play. You know, they don't have the Mobleys like they had a couple years ago when they throttled BYU in right. Connecticut. So, uh, I mean, it's it, it, you obviously got to take care of those, those guards. They're not a good three-point shooting team so far. Neither is BYU really. They block a ton of shots, but so does BYU. I mean, really, there's a lot of similarities. You had uh, they've struggled with uh, teams probably that they should have handled quite easily. They lost the Florida Gulf Coast, so you know they've struggled a little bit early on here against maybe some subpar competition for them, as has BYU to a degree. So uh, it's hard to know what will happen in this game. What teams will show up? I hope we see the kind. Of, even though BYU lost the San Diego State game, I hope that's the team we see today because they came out played aggressively and weren't uh, kind of overwhelmed by the situation and the circumstances but came, came ready to play and uh, I think if they have that attitude today here in the Bahamas they'll have a really good shot in this one. Mark is there is there something that BYU has done that you feel you're the most confident you'll be able to see them do today? <laughs> 
That's a good question. I, I don't I don't know that I'm confident in really anything other than I think they're a good defensive team. I think they'll be in the game because of their defense. I think they're a decent rebounding team, a good shot blocking team. So offensively it's kind of a you know throw it throw it up see what sticks at this point you're trying to figure it out you're trying to get more consistent play out of Gideon and Foos you're trying to get better three-point shooting it's kind of hit and miss from game to game literally and uh so the offensive side causes me a lot of stress and unknowns but I think the thing that will really carry this team this year will be the defense will keep them in games even when they're not shooting particularly well and maybe maybe win some games down the stretch uh and so I mean we'll see with this team but at this point in the season, what I've seen so far is all it's done is tell me that I really don't know what to expect from this team. Okay, one of the things that I touched on, and I hope it's sustainable, the 66 bench points over the past two games. How much of that do you think is, or I guess can be, what this team is known for moving forward? That that second unit really provides a spark. Well, I wasn't a believer, Jason. I thought it was a mistake when he, when Coach Pope went to that second team early, you know, the first game, right off the bat. I mean, we're playing a whole different lineup for it. And, and it's not just a minute or two. It's six, seven minutes at a time. I thought that was a mistake because, you know, there's a reason in theory that you have starting five and a second five because the starting five is a little bit better. And so I thought it was a mistake to keep those guys on the floor. And, you know, Coach Pope... I think it's taken a unique approach and says, I, I, I want these guys to feel comfortable because they're mostly new. I want them to feel comfortable as a unit rather than kind of being thrown in one at a time with the starting unit where they may not have, have gelled quite yet. I think I think he wants to get to that where he's more, it's not one or the other. You know, it's not five for five, not the hockey line substitutions. But for now, I think it was pretty effective. And that second unit against uh, Nichols was a better team, to be honest with you. They... they you see the, the times when BYU got a little bit of a lead. It was with that second unit. They, they played with more chemistry and, 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 and shot, uh, shot the ball better than that starting unit. So, I, I, you know, I, I, think it, I don't think it's a long-term solution for this team, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. It, it, Coach Pope has proven me wrong because I, I think that second team has acquitted themselves very well and has played just as well as that starting unit. Well, and, and we, you already mentioned earlier what an opportunity this is because of the types of teams that BYU will face. Kansas already got the win earlier today over NC State. Obviously watching the Wisconsin-Dayton game, the winner of BYU-USC will take on the winner of Butler and Tennessee. When you look up and down the roster of the teams participating, talk to me a little bit about what type of opportunity could present itself for BYU here early on. Look, you're going to get a bump just for playing these teams, but if you're able to come out and pick up a couple wins, Mark, that could really set up the Cougars. Yeah, I mean, there's not many places that I walk around uh, and I feel short. <laughs> you got <laughs> eight teams, and these guys are all just massive, and you're just walking around, and it's pretty cool, actually. you got a lot of fans from each school, and all wearing their colors. It's, it's a really unique environment here, but, I mean, these, these are all named schools, all of them, and you've got exciting games. You know, we're, we've got a one-point game here with 50 seconds left. Wisconsin up one over Dayton, and, you know, you're going to have exciting games against really good teams, and if it was always a chance to kind of put BYU on the map. That's how I looked at it when I played. If we get a couple wins here, it's going to put us on the map. It's going to put us kind of in that postseason conversation, say, oh, oh, BYU's good this year because they beat this guy and this guy. And uh, so it's a super great opportunity, uh, but it can also bite you. I mean, you can go to 0-3, 
against three really good teams and feel bad about yourself, but you actually, you know, you just you got really good teams. And there's really no shame in that. But, man, if you could get a, a couple wins, get in that championship game, who knows what can happen. That's really special, and it really can launch the rest of your season and just how you feel about yourself and how the, how the world sees you, really. It's a great opportunity. Mark, great stuff. Uh, we'll let you go. We'll let you watch the end of Wisconsin and Dayton and get ready for uh, the rest of pregame with Greg. Thanks for the insight, as always. Appreciate it. Jason, my friend, great to talk to you. Good to talk to you as well. That is the great Mark Durant joining us from a very loud and echoey Imperial Arena in the Bahamas. It is the Battle for Atlantis, which, let's be honest, sounds like the sequel to the Aquaman movie, right? That's coming out. I know it's not that, but it certainly sounds like it could be. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. We'll take a quick time out. We'll check out some other scores in college hoops. We mentioned Kansas already pulled off a victory earlier today in the battle for Atlantis. We'll give you that final score. We'll update you on the game going on right now and look at some other action, including BYU women's basketball in action right next door to our BYU Radio Studios at the Marriott Center. All that coming up when we return to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live. Here's Jason Shepard. Pre-game live presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics, getting you ready for the Cougars and the Trojans from the Bahamas. Let's update you on some other action going on. How about we start locally? BYU women's basketball taking on Carroll College right now at the Marriott Center. Second quarter action. And the Cougars with a seven-point lead at 15-8 to with nine and a half minutes to go in the first half. Leading the way, Nani Falatea with seven points uh, early on for the BYU Cougars as they try and pick up another win under new head coach Amber Whiting. Also going on right now, uh, Weber State in action down in Las Vegas taking on Wright State, a tournament in Vegas. The Wildcats trailing. It is 31-22 Wright State with 8-13 to go in the first half. A game earlier today in the Bahamas, number 3 Kansas defeated NC State 80-74. The game going on right now is a one-point game. Wisconsin leading Dayton 43-42. There's five seconds left. Dayton going for the win. gets blocked out of bounds, so they're with two seconds to go. Dayton's going to try and see if they can come up with a game winner. Uh, After our game, uh, BYU, the winner of BYU and USC will face the winner of Butler and Tennessee. That game will tip about 30 minutes after the conclusion of our game in the Bahamas. Coming up next, we will get you out to the Imperial Arena for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Good afternoon, Cougar basketball fans. Happy Thanksgiving week and welcome courtside inside the Imperial Arena at the Atlantis Resort on Paradise Island in the Bahamas. As today, the 3-1 BYU Cougars take on the 3-1 Trojans of USC in the opening round of play at the Battle for Atlantis. This three-round multi-team event is loaded with ranked teams and teams getting top 25 votes. Every team here has a winning record. Three teams coming here undefeated next to the Maui Invitational, the strongest field of this holiday week. It'll be a, a great test for this BYU team still finding its sea legs as the Cougs come to the Caribbean. I'm Greg Rubel. I'll have your play-by-play today. I'm joined by the former Cougar hoopster Mark Durant, and uh, we are thrilled to be a part of your holiday week for this Wednesday matinee. Mark, we've done a lot of games in a lot of amazing places over a quarter century together, but Paradise Island is one of the most beautiful, and Imperial Arena, one of the most unique venues. It's essentially a massive ballroom converted into a basketball venue. It's a pretty cool vibe here. You know, Greg, I dreamed of this day, especially when I, I thought of you traveling in the middle of the night to South Dakota uh, through a big, giant snowstorm. I thought, we need to go to the Bahamas, man. And we've been lucky enough to go to the Maui Invitational several times, and I've always wanted to come here. What a great environment. Obviously, the, the resort is amazing. I mean, it's been a bucket list place for me, seeing that picturesque uh, facility, you know, picturesque resort buildings and all the slides and everything. That's, that's pretty cool. But now we're in the gym, and it's it's wild. It's not it's not Maui. Maui's, like, laid back. you got a couple people here. This is packed. you got – it's like a nightclub, man. It's so loud. All these Wisconsin and, and Dayton fans here were just so loud. So this is a beauty and – the, and the ceiling's low, and it's the light. I mean – it's it's no it's nothing like anything I've ever seen or played in in my career, and so this is a really unique challenge and a unique place to play, and a great opportunity to play the best college teams in basketball. This is this is really really cool. Coming up next, we'll get to BYU head coach Mark Pope's pregame thoughts as the Zions Bank of Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Battle for Atlantis on Paradise Island in the Bahamas on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, the BYU and USC coming up. Top of the hour, both teams 3-1 and one on the year. 12th all-time meeting in a series. The Trojans lead 8-3. USC has won the last four get-togethers and five of the last six. Three of those five losses for BYU came on neutral floors. These teams last met two years ago early in the COVID season at the Mohegan Sun Casino up in Connecticut, USC. On that one time now for my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. And today, Coach Pope talks about a USC team that is really excelling on the defensive end of the floor. Yeah, they have some real uh, positional length, the two, three, and four. They got unbelievable length at the five. Um, one of the top rim protectors, young rim protectors and shot blockers in the country and um, they're really physical and they're really talented from the team you played a couple years ago uh, at Mohegan Sun just Drew Peterson is back and he is so instrumental for this team right now yeah he's he, you know he crushed us there actually uh, you know he was just you know he had just transferred in USC and he was a little bit of an unknown quantity at that point and he, he put on a show for the last two years he's a super super skilled super talented player with unbelievable length I mean he's, I think he's listed as 6'7 he feels like he's 6'9 kind of running the point and 6'9 and long and yeah. really skilled 
skilled. Um, I think at his heart, he'd like to be a playmaker, but he's a fully capable scorer, average of 16 a game right now. And um, he definitely stirs the drink for them. He's their most veteran, experienced player, and so he knows uh, how they want to play and what they want to do, and they're trusting him to kind of be the catalyst for a lot of their offense. Whether it's USC two years ago or USC now, what's consistent maybe with the Andy Enfield approach? Well, they're they're long. Like, he recruits long teams, and they're really long. They might not be quite as long as they were when we faced them a couple years ago, but they're really long, and, and he's always got really young talent. Um, they recruit really, really well, and so, you know, they have some guys on this roster that are top 30 players in the country uh, as top 30 recruits um, who are just, you know, kind of chomping at the bit to have their coming out party, and so um, they're super talented, super long, well-coached team, and they're tough. Put guys in the NBA draft every year? Yeah, every single year, uh, they, you know, they, they reload kind of with pros, and and, um, and so he's got some young guys that are super hungry to do the same, take the same path. Okay, what will be key for you uh, to get the result you want this evening? It's, it's, it's for us. I mean, a lot of it is us, especially when you come to these tournaments. First game, you can scout. The second and third game, you know, you can scout a lot, but how much you can implement is really is, is really a cautionary tale, actually. Um, so for us, uh, these three games is going to be about us. we got to take care of this ball. we got to have some, some defensive intensity, uh, some real aggressiveness within our space and cause some disruption which is tough to do against the length that we're playing against but we got to find a way to do it we got to be great on the on the defensive glass um, which is difficult against this this team with their length and they three four and five go to the glass every single time they're really hungry it's one of the ways they can score our shell principles are really important they're as good as a team we've seen at, at cutting the blind defender they're really good with that you know people get mesmerized when when drew has the ball in his hands or when boogie has the ball in his hands and and those guys are great at finding people as cutters and they're really hungry cutters um so we we got to make sure and do that and then we got to really be aggressive on the offensive glass as well that's a place where we've had a lot of success and we need to continue that success against a team the caliber usc okay on that every one of your teams has had a different kind of personality and, and and character but every year your offensive rebound percentage has gone up from very, very low in your first year to a top 50 team right now. Why is that? It's really important for us. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. As you look at metrics that, um, that are common denominators in the most successful teams in the country every single year, the offensive glass, surprisingly, is one of those ones where when you look at the top 10 teams in the country, eight or, eight or nine of them are in the, in the top 50 in offensive rebounding percentage, and it gets even more drastic when you look at national championship winners. And so it's a metric that we're taking really seriously. It, it, you know, it's a, it's a it's a bedrock component of our, kind of our mo better less worse philosophy, um, and it's it's reproducible. It's a, it's an effort uh, aspect of the game that that doesn't have to um, you know ride the roller coaster that maybe making shots does or some other things do. Uh, that's an effort thing that's reproducible every single game. So can that be a fixture of your teams going forward? You hope? Yeah, it's important. I hope it is because it you know it can really bail you out of some tough situations and it can also it also gives you more possessions right it gives you more if you can go clean up the offensive glass if you can get get yourself extra possessions it just gives you more um, wiggle room in terms of
of execution and and, and, and and executing perfectly, right? It gives you a couple extra free possessions, and that's really important in this game today, especially with with all the changes happening. Finally, Coach, uh, we're here in this gorgeous island paradise, but it's a work week, and, and you've gotten to this point having had a couple of really good days of work. How do you feel the guys have responded to the atmosphere and, and getting ready to go in three games? The guys, are, the, the guys have been great. They're super excited. This, this group is, like, we're young, we're new, uh, we're, we're little, but this is a group that really wants to get better. We want to get better. These guys are really excited to kind of try and it's actually a super fun group to coach because they really want to try and understand, put experience with the words that we say, right? And so um, they've been great. And I think this group is a group that's going to continue to get better and better and better just because they're hungry to learn. Coach, good luck against USC. We'll talk to you post-game. Thanks, Steve. All right, that's Mark Pope. Time now for today's Keys to the Game, brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball is built Ford proud. Mark Duran gives us his keys to the game against USC. Uh, Drew Peterson is a guy that can beat you by himself. I think you need to be aware of him. Keep him in check. And what I mean in check, just keep him around his average. Just don't let him go out and get 30 on you and beat you by himself. And I guess the other thing I would say is USC is a great shot-blocking team. 7.2, I think, a game, one of the best in the country. That means if you get the ball in the paint, Greg, you don't shoot it. You give a pump fake first, always pump fake first. If you can keep that number to three or four, because that's a turnover, basically, if that's a, if that's a block shot. So uh, be smart around the basket. Don't let them have the easy ones. And uh, take care of Drew Peterson. You'll be in good shape. As we go to break, this reminder to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming up next, live from the Battle for Atlantis inside Imperial Arena at the Atlantis Resort on Paradise Island, Bahamas, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon once again, Cougar Nation. We're coming your way live from the Paradise Island in the Bahamas at the Atlantis Resort for the Battle for Atlantis, this eight-team event uh, taking place inside the resort's Imperial Arena. BYU taking on USC in the opener for both teams. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant, courtside. Mark, we've been walking around this resort the last couple of days, and so we cross paths with a number of players from other teams, and they all pass the eye test, let's say. <laughs> yes. uh, I don't know how well these teams will play here in the Bahamas, but the eight teams here came in with a combined 25-5 and five record. There are big national names who bring great fan bases to the venue. What a tremendous early season challenge to see just where the Cougs stand after their 3-1 start. Yeah, the thing is about all these teams is they got guys. You're going to get guys because they're a big conference. They've got the names, so you'll get the size, the athleticism. Now it's a question of whether they've got the chemistry, maybe uh, skills-wise you might have a little bit of advantage, discipline-wise, but you know they got the guys. And so, you know, BYU, like Coach mentioned, uh, a little bit small, but, uh, you know, it's going to be a challenge just from a physical perspective to try and keep up with these programs. But, you know, I like the way BYU played against San Diego State. If we see more of that, I think BYU has a good chance here. Coming up after the break, we'll hear from USC assistant coach Jay Morris as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from the Battle for Atlantis on Paradise Island in the Bahamas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, getting you set for BYU and USC here in the battle for Atlantis. BYU looking to stop a four-game losing skid in games against the Trojans. USC coming into today's game on a three-game win run. They've won all three of their games since. His season opening home set back to Florida Gulf Coast. Andy Enfield's old team beating his new one. One of Coach Enfield's assistants is Jay Morris. And I spoke briefly with Coach Morris a short time ago to talk about the Trojans' early season bounce back and expectations for today's contest against the Cougars. Man, we have a good veteran leadership. I, I would uh, attribute it to that, uh, as well as coaches' experience in college basketball and, and coaches' personality never gets too high, never gets too low. So we stumbled out the blocks, but again, um, with our veteran leadership and coaches' experience, uh, we've been able to get back on the horse and ride. The cliche is defense travels, and you hope it travels to the Caribbean. You guys have been really solid that way. Yeah, long way from home. So, uh, But, you know, that's what we've hung our hat on um, all off season, and so far um, – this the, the beginning of the season. We haven't shot the ball well, but we've been in games because we've been able to guard. And so that's what we've been preaching. And uh, if we continue to get stops, we uh, have a pretty good shooting team, and we, we think that the shots will start to fall at some point. But one thing that we'll always have is defense. That's what we've been preaching. Your two-point percentage defense is more than just Joshua Morgan, but he is a great anchor to have down there. He is. You know, it's uh, anytime you have uh, rim protection like that, it always gives you a little bit of a cushion. Um, it allows guys to, you know, gamble here and there on the perimeter because you, ha- you, you have confidence that you have somebody back there that's going to erase your mistake or things like that. So Josh has been good for us. Um, and also, we, we, we got some pretty good length on the perimeter, and our guards have had good instincts in getting back there, and our guards have bro- blocked some shots as well. So, again, that, that goes hand-in-hand with uh, what we've been preaching on the defensive end is just continue to play throughout the play, and sometimes you end up with those opportunities at the rim to make a play. Is Drew Peterson a six-foot-nine point guard? He's a basketball <laughs> player. Uh, you know, two, in 2022, it's kind of hard to put position on guys. You call guys a center and they're shooting threes. You call guys a point guards and he's running off all kind of different screens. So, I mean, I think the game has transitioned uh, into a different. So, to me, Drew is just a, 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 a good basketball player with size that could do a multitude of things. Last time BYU and USC played was at the Mohegan Sun back in 2020, a COVID season. And Drew's the only guy back from that team. Turnover's crazy in college basketball. It is. I, I tell people all, all the time. I mean, uh, um, the landscape of college basketball has changed so much. Um, it's kind of turning into the NBA in terms of you're going to have a different team every year. So to have somebody on your roster as long as Drew's been here has definitely been a blessing to help us carry over some of the things that are important in the program. You're relatively new to USC, but your familiarity with the Cougars extends to a lot of years with San Diego State. Yeah, I was there, man. I, I still feel like that's home. I watched their game last night, talked to a couple of coaches on their staff last night. Um, but I'm from L.A., um, and so I, I have haven't been at USC um, all that long, but I grew up about five miles from the school, so I grew up a Trojan fan, and I'm living a dream by working here now. So you must have seen what BYU and San Diego State did in terms of a game they played a couple weeks back. Anytime San Diego State and BYU plays, it's going to be a thriller, and uh, that last game was was such. So um, it's, I, I'm, I'm familiar with the rivalry, and uh, anytime they, they play in the future, I'll definitely be tuned in. A couple thoughts on this BYU team you're preparing to face here this afternoon. Uh, they're scrappy. 
Um, definitely have some athleticism at the at the rim, um, <clears throat> and we have to do a good job of protecting the paint. Um, uh, we know they have shooters that, although they haven't shot the ball great this year, um, it feels like every time we play somebody that hadn't hasn't been shooting the ball great, they shoot the ball great tonight. So we're prepared for that. And uh, this is this is uh, the kind of sport you have to be prepared for everything. So I, I know Coach Pope and his staff do a great job, um, and we hope we, that we're prepare, prepared to have a good one tonight. How has the team enjoyed its experience in the Caribbean so far? Man, it was a long flight, but uh, we've been here for a couple of days. I think we're starting to get adjusted to the time. And anytime you spend this much time away from home, I think it builds your cohesiveness and cohesion with your team. Um, and we have a, a, a room full of great guys, so I think everybody's enjoying the scenery, and now we're ready to play some basketball. Coach Morris, thank you for the preview. Appreciate it, and good luck in this one. Same to you. Thank you. All right, that's USC assistant coach Jay Morris. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues after this live from the Bahamas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. Coming up this after 3 p.m. Mountain Time, BYU and USC on Thanksgiving Eve here in the Battle for Atlantis opening game for both teams. Earlier today, number three, Kansas, defeating NC State 80-74, and Wisconsin in a typically Wisconsin game, beating Dayton by one, 43-42. Last word before tip-off is coming up next from Paradise Island in the Bahamas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Okay, that's... The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. Here at the Bahamas, BYU and USC moments away. Let's see, Mark, if BYU can become the first team to shoot 40% against USC this year. They're great defense. They block shots, but that's the same thing you can say about BYU. It may be whoever shoots over 40% wins this one today in a tough gym to shoot in. This is going to be interesting. Tip-off of BYU and USC coming your way next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show from Paradise Island in the Bahamas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.